The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. The Lufthansa podcast. I wonder if people prefer the hockey. Quack. Horn. <clears throat> it's hot, isn't it? It's warm. It's humid. It's something. Well, it's all relative humidity, right? Uh, relative like compared to, to where you come from. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty humid where I come from. So you got some topics. Uh, no, there's the one thing that I always think about. Okay. You know, which that would is... be a topic. Well, it's generally society and what to do. Also, isn't it funny how things in your head sound so much more grand and incredible than when you or someone else just kind of says it? I've never really, really thought about it too much. I okay. guess I must think that everything I say is grand and wonderful. Possibly, I don't know, but... Uh, for some reason, I don't often listen to, to to Jordan Peterson, but sometimes I get on a I get on a kick on YouTube looking for well I get on a kick on YouTube and basically I'm looking for stuff without commercials. Yeah. And uh, depending on who uploads what of Jordan Peterson stuff, that's what you watch. Not always. I also I also listen to various things. Have you read any of his stuff, by the way? No. Because I prefer him in writing than hearing him talk. Is it his voice that you don't like? Maybe it's just his voice. I don't like... With him, I don't like... Uh, He's a little bit... I don't know. I don't know. Is it is academic the word? Well, for me, he's pretty inaccessible. Because he throws all, all these words like Neo this and... And and whatever, but just some of the stuff that he talks about, he he because he's an academic, I suppose. He is. He throws in a lot of jargon that I don't think is necessary to know. He's a psychologist, right? Yeah, something. Wasn't there something <clears throat> about they're trying to me to him? <laughs> no, he got taken to court for what? They're trying. I think they're trying to take away his license. Why? Because the the board. I guess the the psychologist board doesn't like some of the stuff he's saying. And I think I think the decision came down against him. Well, that's unfortunate that someone wants to. Well, a lot of people hate him. A lot of people are hated, but does that does that mean it's deserved? Maybe, maybe not. But I don't want to get sidetracked on that. Yeah. Uh. So you listen to him. Yeah, and, you know, some of the things he says, sometimes I agree with, sometimes I don't. Um, oh, like the thing. Uh, one of his big things is talking about, like, the IQ deal. That, you know, is like... The IQ test? No, like the IQ deal. There's a... There's a... There's a... He thinks it's, he thinks it's incredibly... That if you think about it, it's incredibly... What is it? Disconcerting. Whatever. That 10% of the people that try to get in the military cannot because their IQ is too low 
Why is that disconcerting? In our, according to him, in our complex society, there isn't a place for 10% of the population. Like in the military, because they've been very good at, at classifying people in terms of their intelligence to do various jobs, that there's... There isn't jobs for the... Yeah. There, there, not, that, not there isn't jobs, it's just that if these people get into, there isn't anything that these people could do that wouldn't be so counterproductive that it would be better not to have them. And his, his thing was like, it's 10% of the pop, it's, it's 10% of the population, like one in 10. That should, that should, you know, that should be... Of concern. Of great concern. And I'm just like, you know, when people say stuff, for some reason, it's just not, it doesn't have the, the weight or the oomph as when you think about it. Like when you sit there and say, you cannot get rid of all bad stuff. If you think about it, you're like, that's, wow. But then if someone says it, like if you say it or you hear somebody else say it, you're just like, that is the most flippant piece of bullshit I've ever heard. Of course you can't get rid of all bad stuff. I mean, come on. What what freaking cloud are you coming from? But when you think it, it's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the difference between having ideas. Well, you, you've never smoked pot, really, so you wouldn't know. But when, when you're on the pot, you're like... You have these ideas and you're like, wow, man, that's a fucking great idea. Maybe you write it down the next day. You're like, what is this shit that I just wrote down? I don't need to be on any kind of drug for that to happen. But yeah, Jordan's like, I don't know. He's like a, he's an acquired taste. Yeah. But again, going back to the thing that I always think about, I always think about the way things are, the way we're geared and society in general. And I'm just like, there's no way to get rid of people that are going to cheat or trying to, to game the system. So how much gaming am I willing to, should, should we be willing to, to, to put up with? Should we just accept that that's going to happen and be like, okay, as long as it's under this number, it's okay. Or should we even try to keep on just like ignore it? Well, I don't know. That's kind of what ends up happening, right? Well, if you're one of those people that's doing cheating, you're going to say, just ignore it. Don't worry about those people. Well, it's it's because it's it's an unfortunate situation. If you're in a... We're geared towards cooperating with each other and being around each other and doing stuff together. Yeah. And I think, ideally, if you start doing stuff like that, if everyone works together and puts in their all... I think that, I personally think that there would be no one who's like uber wealthy, but there would probably also be no one who's uber poor. Just like a bunch of people who are doing enough to sustain themselves. Probably a little bit beyond subsistence. That's only if you, yeah, but but the government kind of fucks with all that. Well, it's not the government. I mean, you're making it sound like the government is this actual live entity. Well, they. Well, it's full of people. Right. So, let's say, and and, and I, this is what I come down to. I have this 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 fictionalized little island with ten people on it. If everybody works together, does stuff, even with division of labor. I think everybody would have enough to eat, enough free time, enough to whatever to be like pretty satisfied with life full 10 people yeah but let's say you have one or two people who do less right 
while everybody else puts in their all. Well, then those one or two people have gotten more. Yeah. What if those people have the ideas, though? I don't see where you're going. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Animal Farm, right? Like, it's like, what if those two people are like, well, this is what we need to do. We need to do this. We need to do that. What's well, no, no, no. Animal Farm's not a good analogy because in Animal Farm, the pigs don't do anything. But but what if what if you have people that are essentially the idea people, and then the other people execute them? There's is nothing. That, is that fair? There's nothing wrong with the idea people coming up with the ideas and also executing. Yeah. But that's often not what happens. It's often the idea people are like these are the idea, and then the other people execute that shit. Like academics, they might have a good idea, but they're probably not going to be very good at executing. No, I can comfortably say that I don't think any academic has any good ideas. Really? Yeah. Come on. I'm pretty comfortable saying that. I'm not. I mean, I I don't agree with you. It could be untrue. Granted, I'm not. I don't don't like people. You think ideas are... Oh, you just don't think academics have the good ideas? I don't think that dividing labor so much to the point where... You have the various classes like they did in all the old old civilizations, like in, in feudal Japan, right? There was like a warrior class, uh-huh. and then the farming class, and the merchant class. And th- that happens through all societies. Mm-hmm. Mind you, like, look at look at the, the, the Indians, right? They have the Brahmins and the untouchables, and then throughout time, the untouchables all of a sudden just become the people that get picked on. Right. Because I see people wanting... This still the caste system in India, right? Yeah, it's not as bad. Well, actually, I don't know. It probably is just as bad, right? If you're an untouchable, you, your life's pretty shitty. Yeah. But I don't like the fact that people want the power or they want certain positions for the trappings. The reason why a leader, quote-unquote leader or administrator, gets a lot of stuff done for them is because ideally that person's spending their, their existence trying to enrich everybody else. The ideal. The idea is. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you said the ideal. Even the ideal. Idea and ideal could be. Like, what was it? What, what is like one of the, what is, what does everybody want to be now in our society? Famous. Because? Because of the trappings, the perceived trappings of fame. Or like an investment banker. Or a doctor. Well, even a doctor, I mean, come on. Doctors, okay, yeah, it's a noble profession in that supposedly you're supposed to be helping other people's, but I don't know how many people want to be doctors if they're like, well, like in the Soviet system, right? Doctor got paid just as much as a, as a factory worker, supposedly. Same, not more. Huh. Why would you want to be a doctor then? Because it's easier than being a factory worker? Ah. Uh, that makes sense. And because if you're a doctor, all of a sudden you get more perks. Like, like in the Soviet system, if you were in the if you were high up in the party, in charge of the levers, mm-hmm. you got to shop at places that the normal people wouldn't even didn't even get to look at. Yeah. Like there was a there was a vodka. Are you talking about the party? People in the party. Well, that's one line of demarcation, but even within the party. 
you have to be in the party to get the good jobs. But even within the good jobs, there's right like so the if you okay. So if you're in the Politburo or the Central Committee or whatever, right, the best. Right, you're you're like the tippy top. So you got to shop at places and get access to stuff that, that normal, nobody else. Right. They would only get access to it via the black market or something. Not even you didn't. You wouldn't even have enough money. Right. And you know, before the fall of the Soviet Union, there was this vodka that called Kievskaya. I found out about it after. Um, so this was this was real real soon after, and I think I was just old enough to drink at the time. And it was like this Ukrainian honey vodka that you could only get if you were a member of the Central Committee. Huh. And I was like, wow, where can I get some of that? Fast forward thirty or or however long it's been, I've never you've never seen it. I've never gotten a taste of it. Right. Even when it was available. I don't know if it's available anymore. Maybe they went out of business, whatever. But yeah, so if nobody cheats, in economics it's called like the free rider problem, right? How do you get rid of the free riders? That's the cheaters? Not necessarily cheaters. So like how do you get rid of the people that don't put in? Right. I hate using the, the, the phrase fair share because it's been so used to a, to a, in a weird way. Yep. But there's there's no getting around the cheating. The doing less to get the, the get the trying to get more than everybody else. That must be hard wired. Well it is. And I don't know that there's anything objectively wrong. It it only becomes wrong when you're trying to get stuff going. Like like if you're trying to pull a, a boat out of the mud. And you've got like 50 people. All 50 people have to be pulling super hard to get the boat out. Right. But if one person doesn't pull that hard, you still might be able to get the boat out. Right. You probably will because there's 49 people pulling really hard. So. But if it's five people. That's what I'm saying, right? So what if it's six? What if it's seven? What point can you go at to where it's all of a sudden becomes like there's only one person pulling his ass off, giving himself a hernia? The tipping point. And I, I, I sometimes wonder if we're at that tipping point in our society where we see what's going on. And it's not like it's changed. Every society throughout time has always had those folks at the tippy top pulling the levers, living super well, and everyone trying to be one of those folks. Or trying to get rid of those folks saying, you know, there's a better way. But, inevitably, but then those people trying, yeah. But inevitably, when the better way comes, they're all of a sudden enjoying. Those people are in the position of the other people. And so, you know, then they, then there's. It's just a new batch of people that move in. Right. And then they're trying their damnedest to make sure everybody else stays down. And this idea that. I don't like the idea that, that if you just switched, right? If you just got the right group of people in, everything would be okay. Yeah. Because, and this is this is where, like, the difference between what goes on in my head and comes out of my mouth is just like, so? Because in my head, you know, it's like, oh, my God. There's no way. That's, a, that's an elitist mentality in itself. But then right? when I say it, I'm like, what kind of stupid bullshit is that? Of course. You know, it just seems so. Yeah, but it's true. But the elitist, what the elitist mentality is, what? Oh, the elitist—that's an elitist mentality. Oh, we just need the right people, right? I, well, because because it's usually it's like I'm one of those people. 
Well, I would say that is where it becomes the elitist. Yes, right. if you get people like me... And then I'll choose some other people. And we'll make sure everything runs right. Mm-hmm. But you can't... You can't... There's no enforcement mechanism. And even if there were, it comes to a point where cheating becomes super lucrative. For a while. Well, I don't care about for a while. I just care about as long as I'm alive. So you don't care if, as long as the host doesn't die when you're feeding off of it? I would think that would be the mentality. So I'll take as much as I can out of this host that doesn't kill it. Or me. I mean, you know, think of all the, think of all the people that are willing to prop up authoritarian regimes that are able to eat. Or, you know, have the best stuff. None of them are sitting there going, hey, hey, wait a second, we can't be doing this. This is hurting the people. That's got to be like a rarity, right? Well, I think if you say that, all of a sudden the knives come out for you. <laughs> if you say, look at all these people. Well, if you're, if you're the one that's not, right, they expect, they expect you to pull, right, in that sense, they're expecting everyone to pull just like that. And so, you know, they're, gonna, they're going to, they have their own enforcement mechanisms. <sighs> That's the whole like you got to join us in our corruption type deal. Yeah, and funnily or enough, or and funnily enough, when they get rid of you, they get rid of you for cheating. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Okay, we got rid of the cheater." Well, that that too. The the, the masses, I meant. That too. I mean, are we really that dumb? I think we might be. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's easy to say, right? You sit there. Not just you, right? You People sit there and say, oh, yeah, we really are that dumb. Yeah. But then if someone else calls you dumb, then all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me dumb? I'm not dumb. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> but before, it's like, but you say well, you thought we might be that dumb. Like, well, I didn't mean me. I meant you, pleb. And that's just, I mean, it, it always, it always really struck me when people, when I, when I say stuff and, and when I think stuff like, like, why, why, why are you all, like, do people just want to be led somewhere? And all of a sudden you'd hear a voice, someone say, well, yeah, that's all people want. I'm like, really? That's what you want? I never come out and say that because, you know, just, I don't think I'll be able to have an honest conversation. <clears throat> Most of the time is why I don't really. Because people get upset. Well, well, should I get upset with you? Well, I don't think people will have an honest conversation. I don't, you know, I don't care that much. It doesn't bug me that much that someone's upset, which is probably a stupid thing, a stupid way to act on my part. Right. Okay, someone's going to be unhappy. So what? Well, that's that's not a smart way to navigate hierarchies in life. You want as many people as possible feeling comfortable about you as possible. Or you, yeah, I suppose. I mean, wouldn't you, right? If, if yeah. everything's if everything's based if if the currency of the situation is relationships and how you're perceived by others, why is 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 your stupid ass so willing to be the squeaky wheel and be like, no, you got to do this, you got to do that? I'm like, you're you're just gonna end up like Socrates, murdered. No, he had to kill himself. Oh. I thought he murdered, was murdered. Well, yeah, he was executed. He was... They told oh, he was told... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to drink this poison. Right. That's great. And, you know, he, he came up with that position that, that still, it just blows my mind. I'm like, well, that's so right. Right? If you, if you know a principle, 
can you then simultaneously not know what you know? And if you're honest or in a vacuum, everyone's like, oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't not know something that you know. And then when people start coming up with, with, with examples, like, well, that's not the right example, blah, blah, blah. Just remind me, reminded, it just reminded me, this, this, little, this little snippet reminded me of uh, something from college, a speech I heard when I was in college. Uh, do you know who Tony Campolo is? No. I don't know if he's still alive, but he's a preacher. Okay. And when I was in college- You like a Protestant dude? Yeah. When I was in college, I wasn't very heavily involved with a lot of stuff, but well, actually I was in a lot of clubs and I was, I was a little bit more social than I am now, which is not hard to do. But uh, there's, there's this thing called intervarsity. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Christian ministry, college Christian type thing. Not that I was like a big college Christian or anything, but I had a lot of friends that were in that group. Right. And, you know, out of all fairness, I also had a lot of friends that were in the, uh, lesbian gay alliance. <laughs> I had a lot of friends that were in the Black Students Association. Right. I had a lot of friends that were in the fraternities Damn and sororities. Gosh. I think you had a lot more friends than I did. Well, calling them friends would be a bit of a stretch. I mean, because... But you call them friends. I mean... Yeah, they were friends. When you're at college, you call them everybody friends. Man. And and speaking of which, you know, I there's there's still a couple of people that I that I keep in touch with to this day. Which is great. And, and you know, not as, not as many as some other folks, but, you know, I think it's pretty rare. That's only because you've probably made the effort. Well, it's also been kind of serendipitous. Like, two of my friends married each other. Right. And they just lived, like, you know. <laughs> a couple of hours away. Not even. <laughs> so it's pretty easy to, to pick up the phone and have a chat or maybe go visit a couple of times a year and just all you, you know? Yeah, as opposed to the friend that marries some person that you don't know. That's Or the, or the wife you don't know. That situation is more difficult for me, I I I, uh, I will admit, but even still, I've 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 got a couple of friends. I've got another, uh, some other friends that also marry each other. And I, to this day, I don't talk to them, and for no reason. I mean, they just live too far away. We weren't that good friends, blah blah blah. But Tony Campolo, apparently, when he was, um, I don't know if he was trying to be a conscientious objector, but I guess he was in the Air Force, or, or he was supposed to be in the Air Force during Vietnam, and. And, and they were trying to get him to, to, to be like a bombardier or something. But he, he the, the funny part of the story is, at the top of the story, he was in there saying, well, you know, because the recruiter or the, the sergeant or whatever was like, what's the problem? He's like, well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think about if this is a job that I can do because I really don't want to do stuff that, you know, is the only, you know I asked myself, is this something that Jesus would do? And uh, <laughs> the way he tells the story is like, you know, that that Air Force Master Sergeant was the most enlightened individual I ever <laughs> met because he said Jesus wouldn't drop bombs on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that, but as people who are listening, did he drop? He did drop bombs. Who Jesus? No, Tony Campolo. Right? I don't know. The point of the story, I don't, I don't, I don't know that that was the point. That's just the part Didn't of Jesus the, dropped bombs. Well, when they were trying to say, you know, you should do this job, and he was like, I don't know if I can, right? Uh, because you know, I only want to do things that Jesus would do, and like, would Jesus do that? And the, res- the response was like, Jesus would not drop bombs on me. <laughs> Dude, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a job that 
Jesus would be a cook? Carpenter. Well, Jesus was a carpenter. I bet Jesus would drive a truck. Yeah, he probably would. He'd be a teacher. Sure. Well, he was a teacher. Well, according to our traditions. Yeah. The non-Jewish traditions. Well, even in Jewish tradition, he was a he was a rabbi. Is that what I, I they don't called know. him rabbi? I don't know enough Jews, sadly. They called him rabbi in the fucking Bible. Now. Yeah, it's our it's the Protestant Bible that you're looking at, though. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I think if you go back to the, you know, what it was was it written in was before Greek? What was it? Aramaic. Yeah, I think. In Aramaic, they called him whatever Aramaic for rabbi is. Would that be rabbi? Is it rabbi? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I hope there's no uh, GS the- Jewish theolo- theolo- theologians listening. If like, there oh, are, you know, please make a comment. I'm kind of sad that we lost a subscriber on one of our... Uh... We can't really afford to lose subscribers. But then again... I don't know how many subscribers we have across all the platforms... Anyway, uh, so yeah, but yeah, it's just kind of, I keep on thinking about society and how to make it work better. Yeah. The first question I always have is, can we? And then, you know, I always come across, I always run into the, what are you going to do about the free riders? (sighs) Because let's face it, every one of us in one form or another is a free rider on something. And then physically, two-thirds, like the really young and the really old, they are free riders pretty much by virtue of their age situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they have been necessary, hopefully, and will be necessary later. So it's not like you should get rid of the old people. Nope. Right? Just like people sitting saying, well, we should just get rid of all the criminals. Like, well, should we? That doesn't leave any chance for redemption. I think it's well funny you talk about redemption because you and I you and I constantly have different things on our brains well you mentioned criminals well on the free rider problem right I mean you want an incarcerated criminal is a pretty big free rider that's true now I wouldn't say that I would want that existence right locked up in a cage with bland food around with other super aggressive people yeah who really would have a purpose in a different society, right? The super dis- disagreeable, as Jordan Peterson would put it, or the or the super aggressive. I mean, in a warring society, that's my guy. <laughs> that's true. But in this society, we just we keep them locked up because they're right. Because they're they're like that. 10%. It's also business as well, right? I mean, what. That the, it's big business, the privatization of the prisons and keep so it's like big business keeping people incarcerated. Well, it's starting to be, but that's like uh, that's that's a crony capitalism type thing. I don't like using that phrase either. I don't like a lot of the phrases that people throw around because they're all because they're thrown around by people that want to sit around on their ass and write shit and and have <laughs> other people do stuff for them. I just I don't I don't particularly like other people doing stuff for me, although I know that as a matter of practicality that has to happen. I, there's no way I can sit there. Not at, not at this point in my life. There's no way I can go find a little patch 
a forest somewhere and survive. I certainly couldn't. You know, you drop most of us in the Brazilian rainforest, most of us are going to be dead within 24 hours. I was like, oh, oh no, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, even even the super hardy doomsday prepper folks. Oh, wow. We're out of time? Yeah. So we're, uh, we're not, we're not going to, we're going to just finish up now. Yeah, so like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about us. Hell, maybe we should start doing some live stuff. Yes. But anyway, ah, the thought's gone. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.